from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. No, three, two, one, level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. You ever heard that song? Ariel's heard it. You never heard that song? Who sings that song, Ariel? Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. Level up. Listen to it. It's a great song. (laughs) Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, where we're going to bring you the most actionable sales, leadership, marketing, and social media advice in 15 minutes or less. And today, as the title implies, Luke, we are going to be talking about the dark side of social media. The haters and the negative reviews. The stuff that keeps me crying. We're tackling this stuff head on. Social media and online reviews are wonderful tools of the time. We all reference reviews when determining whether to buy a product on Amazon or do business with a company. In fact, 93% of consumers say online reviews impact their purchasing decision and that the minimum rating they'll engage with is 3.3 stars, which actually seems a little high or low. No, no, no. 3.3. No, I guess that makes sense. 3.3. Anything under three, Anything under you're three? questioning, okay. I think. All right. I that's, think. that's my personal opinion. Actually reminds me of, we interviewed Will Penny. Shout out to Will, avid listener of the podcast. Uh, but he, we interviewed him and he, I believe he's the one of the most reviewed, if not the most reviewed agent on Zillow. He was the most reviewed agent on Zillow in Ohio. Oh, in Ohio. That's what it was. So in, yeah. in the entire state. Yeah. Which is still. And, and he awful. said he's up to 93 reviews. On Google. That's right. Yeah. And he, he said his eyes on a new platform. Yep, I, I talked to him the other <laughs> night. He's, he's really hoping that's going to pay dividends. He's already seen that. And just a, a tip for everybody if you don't have your Google profile, get your Google profile. And one of the Great ways tip. to get that to show up is not only to get reviews, which we're talking about haters and reviews today, but you make sure you're you're adding your pictures and you're changing things on your Google profile constantly because Google is looking at that yeah. to see if they're going to elevate you in the ranking. You know how you search for businesses in a town, a restaurant yep. or something like that? Yep. What determines the ranking? It's reviews. It's you know obviously how often they're posting pictures and stuff yeah. to their actual site. So anyway. No, that's a great tip. Not what this podcast is no, about. No, it's not, but, but we're, we're going to talk about two different things here. So we've got negative reviews and we've got, so these are, these are reviews from people that you've done business with that you need to address. We're going to cover a little bit of how to do that, but maybe the, to start with, we're going to talk with the haters because these are the people that they don't know you. They've never done business with you. If you're, on you. if you're putting yourself out there on social media, like you are, right? We kind of started this journey and where like you went you from, should be. you went from a couple hundred followers on Instagram to now you've got 19,000 on Instagram. You've got uh, 17,000 on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. More than that, your brand, your face is being viewed by 7.2 million or being viewed 7.2 million times by 1.8 million people in the last 30 days alone. <laughs> so these are people That's that have terrifying. no idea who you are. They have no idea who we are. And they're on our social media commenting. Yeah. And basically like, I feel bad. Sometimes I was like, man, how does Luke do it? How does he take, <laughs> the how does he take this? One of my favorite people? was um, we did a, we had an ad going. I, I mean, it's obviously targeting a real estate market. <laughs> And the person goes, take a for sale sign and shove it up your ass. <laughs> what caused like, you like, to say that? I like, oh, thank Who you. hurt you? I, I appreciate that. Uh, what, one other person was like, don't, uh, don't spam my feed with this vulgar ad, darling. It's so funny. About how a magazine. You, yeah, it was like something about like, it's so funny how you scam and fraud people, darling. He kept calling me darling. And I was like, 
First off, it's weird that you're calling me Darlene. And second off, this is the the weirdest, nicest, mean review that I've received. It's, it's well, how do you really deal with weird. it? How do you deal with it mentally? How do you deal with it action like wise? Like, are you responding to these people? Like, so I, I definitely think you should respond, and we can get into that. Uh, but you got to be careful because it can't turn argumentative. Yeah, and not all of us are like Wendy's. If you want to just laugh. Like crazy, go and read Wendy's responses yeah, on Twitter. Their Twitter, they're, Twitter. Yeah. they're unbelievable. I wish I could be as good as the Wendy's <laughs> social media people. They're just unreal. So if you have that sense of humor in you and you're able to own that brand, it's a great way to respond because it's hilarious and people will enjoy it. But in speaking of like the haters and the mentality, it does bother everybody. And I think anybody who says it doesn't bother him is lying. It's not human. Here's why: because you put out content for people to enjoy. Right. So you have to have this balance of you're trying to make this stuff, whether it's, you know, especially when people comment negatively on your thought leadership, mm. right? You're putting out stuff for those people that you're putting out for That's people to enjoy and it's feedback yeah. to you yeah. and, it, and it can get you down. But the reality is, and this is what I found to play true. You maybe have experienced this. Maybe you've heard it from other people is look, the people that are hating on you are not even in the game. They're in the stands. That's the reality. If you think of this as like you're playing the game of capitalism, you're playing the game of business, you're you're out there doing something. They're not even in the game. Well, what's the quote? Like no one that is that is further along than you is ever talking bad about you. Yep. It's always the people who are trying to get there. Like no one who's more successful than you is, is going to try you. and bring you down. Yeah. No, it's it's so true because people who have made it there they actually know what it takes to make it there. Yeah. Everybody who's hating on you and spending, think about it, they're spending their brain power. Those, <laughs> those minimum sales that, that, no, I'm just kidding, but they're spending that brain power to literally take time to comment negatively about what you're trying to do. And a lot of times it's the most off the wall, stupid, hateful stuff. Also, there's trolls out there. So well, just be you, aware of the you, trolls. You put out a video on social media that's also really good from the standpoint of, I think you quoted Grant Cardone, about this. Well, yeah. if you're getting hate, it means that you're getting seen. Yeah. Right. You're getting, you're attention. getting attention. Yeah. He said the, the, he used one time, which is an incredible example is the Kardashians. Think about Kim Kardashian. Think about the Kardashians. They are some of the most popular influencers, reality TV stars. I don't know. Hollywood stars out yeah. there. Yeah. Probably half the country hates them. Right. Right. It probably right. like can't stand, make fun of their show, keeping up with the Kardashians and look how popular they are. And Grant Cardone's famous quote, which is amazing is one day they hate me. Next day they love me. Both days I get paid. <laughs> the reality is, is you are getting attention. And if you focus, here's what we have found. The more hate that is triggered. Like I ran an ad where I got a bunch of hate on this ad and people were just bashing the magazine and bashing like that. I'm a scam and, and look at these coaches, all these things. Right. That ad, I chatted Dan, our marketing director, yeah. and said, hey, check this ad. Because even me, it was shaking me a little bit. Wow, look at all this hate I'm getting. Maybe this ad's not working. It was our, what, our lowest cost per lead? It was our lowest cost per lead. Our lowest cost per lead. And we were running, I think, 69 ads at that time. Yeah. And it's our lowest cost per lead. What does that teach you about marketing? Yes, people are hating on you, but it stopped the other people and look, and they got engaged with that convo. And then they started looking in and they can form their own opinion. Yeah. So the hater has their opinion, but the other person can form their opinion and it got them to take interest. And then they go, no, 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 I actually like this. Let me request a sample. I love the ones <laughs> where the clients jump in and they start defending. Oh, that's some of the best. They start coming to our defense. And it really is that idea of everybody wants a tribe. Everyone wants something you're, you, to have an opinion about. 
So the people that are posting negatively, then you've got the other people that be like, well, wait a minute. I, I don't know. Like, this person's rude or, or mean or whatever. I'm going to request this and kind of check it out. See what it's all about for my own opinion. Right. So you got people coming in saying like, no, I'm going to do the research and for my own yeah. opinion. So it's, it's, it's sort of the idea of embrace it. Obviously it's going to get to everybody, but don't let it, don't let it get to you. Don't dwell on it. And you cannot please everyone. And this is a great lesson in PR and crisis management is if you believe in something and you said something that you actually believe in that offends other people or that whatever, right? You need to actually, if you believe in that, don't back down. Mm. Stand up for that. Because what happens is when you back down, what it, and this is a lesson in leadership. When you back down, you know what it tells everybody? You never believed in it to begin with. You actually are the ass. <laughs> you actually did offend people. You actually are the person that no one actually should listen to. Yeah. But watch it. Watch this in, in every area, business, politics, whatever you want to watch it in. Life. The people who stand up for what they believe in, they actually make it through that hurdle of the PR crisis and they come out on the other side stronger with a stronger cr or tribe than they had before because they believed in something and they were actually putting out content that they weren't scamming people. They weren't, yeah, you can tell me I'm scamming people all day. I'm not. I yeah. believe in this. Yeah. I'll go toe to toe. That that's a fine, how do you actually comment back? How do you actually respond to the haters? That's, you know, all in kind of, I guess, a sales or how you want to position Your personality, things. how you want to yeah. position. So I want to shift gears a little bit because talking about haters, you know, these are the people that we don't really know, but let's talk about negative reviews. Mm -hmm. These are people that you've done business with. They've come back to your site, either Facebook, they've come back to your Google reviews. They've come back to you. Maybe, maybe you're in real estate. They've come back to Zillow and they've left a bad experience with that. Now, this is one where you don't want to take the mentality that we were talking about and get silly with them or try and get snarky with them. You want to, you, you want to respond to people. Yes. And I think a lot of times what people do is they say, okay, if I ignore the negative reviews, maybe that won't call more attention to them. Maybe Facebook won't put it higher up on the most relevant review list. So people kind of naturally back down from that. But we really want to encourage as a business, you need to be responding to these negative reviews. And then more importantly, like you've got to understand you're not just responding to that client. You're responding to every other person that, sees that. that is reading that review. Yeah, no, I would agree with you hundred percent. You got to respond. I, that alone is going to separate you because yep. so many businesses don't respond. Yep. And we got comments even on our Black Friday from our ads and stuff. So apply this even past your review. We try our hardest. Now we get a lot of comments based upon how many ads we run and, and stuff we put out there. We try really hard to respond to everybody. Oh and yeah, we had shifts so running all, all weekend yeah. long just making sure we're responding to everybody. And we get so many compliments from yeah. people going, wow, you guys are really on top of it. So it just is- That was the biggest change over this last weekend that we did it because we were so on top of the responses this time that the amount of people that said, I am, and these were clients saying like, oh man, I I'm, I wish I hadn't missed that deal. Yep. Right? So then we're responding to them. Hey, we've got a couple of things going on. We'll DM you real quick. And then yep. the response is, I can't believe the service that you guys just gave to me. That's amazing. I'm so glad to be part of this reminder media. Yep. And all just from responding. Yeah. Like responding fast. So speed to response, I think is important. I also think you got to look at it and go, look, people want to see, not necessarily that you admit that you screwed up because one of my most frustrating things, and we could talk about this a little bit about, you know, with clients, and you guys will probably identify this, their perception and their what their understanding is, is a lot of times off from what really happened. And I know that sounds strange, but it's the truth. It's like the amount of times where a client thinks we charged them when we didn't, or a client thinks that something happened when it did not happen. Get us mixed up with another business. Yeah, get us mixed up. It's like, it's very frustrating. But what people want to see 
is an ownership yes. of the situation. Like you want to own that situation. And the idea is you're trying to move to a solution. And if you can present that well in your response, we're on it by speed of response. You're not hiding from it. And then you're, you don't have to necessarily admit, yes, you're correct in how you're you know, accusing the company right now, but you can say, hey, our goal is to never have anybody have a bad experience. Yes. That's what we thrive for. I appreciate so much the feedback. We're on this and we're going to take care of you. That, I think it obviously brings down the guard of that person who's commenting. It gets the immediate response there, but the other eyeballs that see it, see that one is what's your goal and what you're thriving for. A lot of times what I comment too, just as a sub point for people, is I thank them for pointing out the feedback. And I'll tell them in messages a lot of times too is, hey, this is how our business improves and gets better yeah. because there might be a hole in the process. And thank you for helping us fix this hole in the process. We really appreciate it. And then we extra take care of them, right? We fix their problem and maybe give them yeah. something else on top of it. Yep. But I think it's an ownership of the comment, ownership of the, of the situation. That yeah, and I think what you're saying for. when it comes to the solution, like working as quickly as possible towards the solution, we even have like an internal hotline now. If we get a comment or, or someone leave a review uh, as a client that we need to address. We're trying to get them on the phone, take that conversation offline as quick as possible so that we can create that solution, then go back. So we're still replying to the review or the comment in a timely fashion, but make sure that when we go back to that comment section, we already have a solution in place for that client. That's going to do a couple different things. And we've seen this happen multiple ways. They either change their review. Yep right? They'll remove the review entirely or they'll comment again, specifically if it's a re, if it's a thread, they'll comment again that these guys called me, they took care of it right away and they had a solution. Yeah. So think about that. If, if you're solo, you want to make sure you're getting on the phone, helping those clients resolve it as quick as possible so you can get back online and reply publicly. If you've got a team, set up a bat phone, set up a text message chain, set up something where you can uh, text your team, hey, we've got to take care of this ASAP so that I can get back and make sure that I've addressed this publicly. Yeah. And then obviously, if you're a bigger company listening to this, you're going to have to build in like escalation processes. Mm. Uh, so for us, as we've gone over time, it's like, it's really hard now that we have, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of clients. It's really hard to give that personal service where people feel like they're the only one. And so that's going to be built into your escalation processes and how your speed of response is. Like you're talking, we created a chat group with Facebook comments, those type of things. We have escalation processes based upon the severity of the situation, what that person, like think about this if you're a real estate agent with a team. Does your person who's on your team know what they can give and do if a bad review happens? Yes. And it's like, that's the, the SOPs, issue with businesses yep. as they scale. I have the power to do anything, right? In the sense of I can refund, I can do all that stuff. But a customer service rep, they don't have that power. So they're trapped. And that's where a lot of the frustration comes from is there, there's a bad review. The customer service rep doesn't have but so much power. They don't know what to do and what they can offer. If there's no process in place, then they're talking to three, four, five different people. They feel like they have to get to a higher level person. It's a terrible experience. You can solve all of that by literally having mapped out. If we get a bad review, this is exactly what we do. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and so then the last tip that we'll give you is go on the offensive, right? 
encourage positive reviews. Mm. So make sure that you're uh, ways to do that. You can email your past clients, letting them know that you love to hear from them. Encourage them that you're just looking to get their feedback and their honest review of working with you. Build in a review process into your post-transaction process. So whether that's a review link, make sure you're focusing on a single platform. So we talked about how Will Penny focused on Zillow. Now he shifted his focus to Google. So whether that's Facebook or Google or Better Business Bureau, make sure that whenever you're including that link, you're focusing on one platform at a time. It'll distract you too much if you try and get them all over the place. We actually have to turn our review, our review focus to Google. So I, I told the team, I said, we got to turn our review focus <laughs> to Google because we've done a great job at getting Facebook reviews from our clients, but really getting in on Google. And go back and listen to that Will Penny podcast because he actually talks about yeah. how he built that review process. Great he advice. was very intentional in getting those reviews on his uh, Zillow account. Well, I would tell people we, reviews come from doing the unexpected, right? That's how you create raving fans, but it's also how you can create upset fans as well. So it's like, what what happened? So the reason why I state that is go, why did you get a bad review? Because the unexpected happened to them. Meaning they expected something else and got a different experience than what they were expecting. And so what is the best way to get positive reviews is do the unexpected in a positive light. What's the best way to guard against negative reviews is to set the expectations at the beginning of your, your working relationship. If you set the expectations with people, they know what they're about to walk through. And when I read real estate agents, specifically the bad reviews they get, so often it's really not the real estate agent's fault, except for they didn't set good guidelines mm. of communication, good guidelines of this is how I update you. This is what happens. That's where it all kind of falls apart. So set good expectations. Absolutely. hundred percent. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and all of those tips that we gave on not just the haters, but the negative reviews here on this episode. You can get more advice on responding to negative reviews in our Above the Noise series on YouTube. So youtube.com slash reminder media. We have some great series on Above the Noise. We have one called Put a Pin in It, which walks you through some more tangible things. I think we actually walk you through specifically how to get people to review on on Facebook on that series. So go check that out on YouTube. To support the show, we would love it if you'd subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and comment to let us know how we're doing. And the best way to help out the show is to tell a friend. So responding to negative reviews and, and haters takes a lot of listening. You know, a lot, it takes listening, right? Active listening. Sure. So the other, earlier today, Luke and I were, were arguing and Luke, Luke yelled at me. He goes, you haven't listened to a single word I said, have you? And I thought that was a weird way to start a conversation. (laughs) And that's your dad, dad, ladies and gentlemen. I had someone message me on LinkedIn. I'm getting the haters. He said, uh, I could use less dad jokes and more sales advice. (laughs) No way. That's awesome. So I just responded, thanks. I don't know. (laughs) They're not stopping. Comment on the you YouTube video if you want to, to incorporate a dad joke with a sales tip. With a sales tip, okay. For that yeah, person. that's that is okay. your challenge. Create right. a dad joke that's, that's a sales tip at item. the same time. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. And of course, we talked a lot about our business here on this episode today, Reminder Media. You can follow Reminder Media on Instagram at State or at Stay, at Stay Paid. Paid. I don't do the Reminder Media plug a lot. At Reminder Media. You can also check out uh, what we do. So you can check mm-hmm. out our sample of our magazine, sample of our digital products there at remindermedia.com for this episode. So to stay paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acree. And I think the action item from this is um, pretty straightforward is get your response time down for reviews. So any reviews that you have, make sure you've responded to all of them. Because remember that not only are you taking care of that personal situation with that client or that you know prospect, but everybody who else who sees that, you're also 
giving your impression to them. So remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 